0: Glory to God. I said age should speak, and multitude of years should teach wisdom. But there is a spirit in man, and the breath of the Almighty gives him understanding. Great men are not always wise, nor do the aged always understand justice. There is a spirit in man. But the inspiration, the breath of the Almighty gives that spirit understanding. It is the inspiration element that we have been doing these five days. This is the fifth day. And also from Monday, this is the fifth day. It is the inspiration aspect. There's a spirit in man. There is what you carry in your spirit man. Some endowment, some deposits, that God has placed in those in your spirit and yet this dormant is not showing forth because the spirit on its own cannot give direction. So it takes the breath of God, the coming upon of God on your spirit that will stir and quicken the elements, the things that are in your spirit and give them expression on the outside. The breath of God. When God breathes afresh upon your spirit, then the contents, the deposits in your spirit man will begin to show forth. That is the reason answer. Hallelujah! That is why the people who call great can make mistakes. For this journey is not by might. It's not by power. It is by the spirit of God. Divine insight, divine quickening, divine direction. Those are the buttons that we are pressing in the course of the prayer. I mentioned this one for you to know that you, when you begin to manifest in a way, don't be asking yourself, where is it coming from? It has been within you for a very long time, but you have left it in abeyance. And now by the fast and by the charges here and there, and by the prayers, these elements receive the breath of God. There's a quickening that takes place by the Holy Ghost. And then these things begin to show And that is why you must take this time very seriously because you'll be shocked at the things that will come from you to you. The things that will do what? That will come from you to you. So please be very conscious. Take time to note things that come like that. Don't let them pass. Because when they pass, you can't get them again. It may take you some time for you to recover the things that go away from you. Strange things. I was telling two of our men sometime some three years or so ago, I was invited to do a teaching. It was a three day Easter program like that and I had, I, I, I finished teaching at the, at the hotel and was rushing there without a message. Without what? A message all that I was doing was brooding, wanting to see what the spirit man may have received of the Holy Ghost. And as soon as I entered the hall, I heard him. He said, and darkness died. Now I have a little problem. Whatever he says, I go to say it. Were you with me? At... uh, no. The moment I announced that and darkness died, the pastor told him later. He said he began to pray for me. <laughs> he said, "What, what? Bishop Wesley, and and darkness died? How can darkness die?" But I came to preach in the church. Only that I, I just mentioned it there are some things inside you when the Holy Ghost comes he brings those things and then, and then it's just like um, Moses seeing his stick turn into, into, into serpent and he began to run from his own staff. you are heavily loaded wow. heavily so allow this time to do a little bit of shaking in your spirit man the intercourse between your spirit and the Holy Spirit will begin to produce some things that will make you extraordinary. You are loaded. You may not know, but you are loaded. All the things that you've been hearing, the things you've been reading, and the songs that you've been singing, all those elements over there, they have access to you. The words of your mouth, they minister to your spirit man. So when this kind of exercise is going on and you are active, you are not just doing it for men to see. It is not a show. It is that you are connected in the spirit. You want to see something happening. You will see those things. And when you see them, note them down and don't run away from them. The next thing is to make sure you take steps to do what you are doing. Yesterday, I was told that um, the, the recording they did, they wanted a, a title for it. These kind of things don't have title. No. We, we, we are exploring a, a theme. Um, what is that one? There, there's something. Right? So just put it there. Part one, part two, part three, part four, part five. would do 13. 21, Praise God. I don't know how to give tattoos to some of the things that we are doing because they just come. Cool. So, good evening. How are you there? You doing fine? Uh, How many minutes have gone? What 15. I just came. (laughs) Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, there is a man here who is called David Angelo. I think there's another name somewhere. Quick. There's another name. There's something. One, man, one name. Name what? I don't view. Adama View. Adama. The only kingmaker. Now, you see, that man, that man is not this tall person you are looking at. So, if you look at the tall man or you look at the short David, I've told him by the end of this exercise, if he doesn't add a little to his height, I will make him marry this year. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Now, you see, it is not the outer person that you see that you should learn to appreciate. But the person that is inside this case that we call David Angelo, the person that is inside him, is the one that the Holy Ghost is always looking out for. Inasmuch as I will not advise you to stop bathing and shining your body, I want to say that beautify your spirit much more than your outer man because that is the one the Holy Ghost looks out for. If he doesn't come into a relationship with that, your spirit that is inside your real man, you will be acting strangely. Strangely. You will be speaking wrong language and you will be having dangerous friends. You always go against God because what you want to do is not what he tells you to do. So there's somebody inside you. He's the owner of your being. He's the one that receives help from the Holy Ghost to repair your body. He's the one that brings about the healings that take place in your body. He receives from the Holy Ghost and releases it to your body. That is the real person. When that person is very strong, then the man that we see on the outside is also strong. So at this time, your spirit man is going to be very, very strong and very vocal. And when he begins to behave that way, watch the trend of your life. And write that one down, the trend of your life. And then watch over it after this season and make sure you don't depart from it. You don't do what? You don't depart from it. There are certain kinds of food that your body, your spirit man will tell you, don't eat again. Leave them. And some quantities and sizes and some, some something. Amen. So you are going through a whole wholesale, a wholesale evaluation of yourself spirit, soul, and body. So you are on a good path. So if by the grace of God, um, he confirms the water only fast for any time within the period, I will let you know. Amen. Amen. Finally, I want to inform you that um, the monies that you brought in um, two Sundays ago, uh, for Apostle, is it? Oh, was it last Sunday? You know, it's like the, the previous Sunday. Oh, just the last Sunday. Aha, okay. Oh, today is Friday. Yeah, that's all right. Um, how much did we did we get eventually? A thousand five hundred and we sent to him by uh, the church momo and he received it before and got to know it came from us even before the accountant informed me that has gone and he sent his um gratitude and appreciation to you he said something I can let me say what he said hey Ozo send me can you in <Spanish> And as he was talking, he became emotional. I knew he was crying. He likes crying too much. You know, and then he sent a message and with prayers for the church. So let me say that Apostle Ernest sincerely appreciates what we did. He never expected it. And you did that one with all joy. And the prayer that he offered, he said, you will not lack. Amen. I'd like you to believe that prayer and take it to yourself. Glory to God. And let me say you also made us proud. Amen. Sincerely, you made us proud. You made us proud. <laughs> Glory to God. All right. Now, listen to what I said a few days ago, so you won't miss out of it. The very first day, which was um, Monday, we, we, we taught something from Zechariah. And then I made a statement that we are looking at two major aspects. One, that God is in the business of blessing his own people with diverse sources and events. And I call that one, the multiple streams of what? Blessings. And I said, so we'll be handling those things one after the other. And then the second phase will be a batch of teachings on what we should do. Responsibilities. So today may, may mark uh, a pause, not the end, of the first God's approach, his, his financial deluge that comes upon his people. When he enters into your case, he turns it around without any consultation. And that is what we've been talking about. We have, from scriptures, shown to us that God has the power and, of course, the will to change things around. Hallelujah um let me say this one we have been talking about it please when you come to church put off your phone number one two and if by any reason somebody calls you don't step out of the hall to go and answer the call i saw somebody as i was coming in from the office i don't want to see anybody do that again give god the due respect Give him that respect. Don't let us enter into a point where we we'll make pronouncements that may affect you and you call me a bad man. But when it comes to God, I can be very dangerous. If you step out and I pronounce a word against you, there's nothing you will do to escape it. I'm telling you the truth. What you do to men, don't do to God. What you cannot do to men, don't do that one to God. I've mentioned two things. What is your problem? That you come to church for two, three hours and you must go out to go and answer a call because somebody called you. Are you the only person that has phone? Please. 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 Don't truncate your blessings as they are coming in. Please. Did you hear me? Uh, And those who do it inside the hall, you are the worst of all. Inside the hall, you are sending messages. It's not your fault because your hands are intact. If you had leprosy, would you be doing that kind of thing? Let's, I heard pastor talking about discipline, discipline when I was in the office. Let's be disciplined. Anybody who calls you, if he means business, he will call you again. One brother from Nigeria called, called yesterday. We, we, we just, I found we didn't hear. We called about twice today before we eventually got to know who was calling. If there's any serious matter, that person will keep on until He gets you. If it is a blessing, God will not let it end just because you are in his presence. Rather, he will keep the person online. Hello? I don't want to offend anybody. So don't offend me. Rema, you're not the one I saw. Don't worry. I'm just mentioning your name. Uh, You're not the one I saw. I've not seen you like that before. If I have, I, I, I will say it. <laughs> you know, when I stand here, I have indemnity. You know what they call indemnity? You can't do anything to me when I stand here like this. And I'm talking. I'll just say it and go free of charge. You'll be very angry, but you can't beat me. Unfortunately so. Well if you try, I'll just call... Uh, <laughs> I'll call Roland. To come and join hands with me. we will just push you down. And row will sit on you. And now I'll be slapping you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So please, today, we are adding something to it. And then when we come next week, um, the prayer sessions, the short teachings will be on our responsibilities. Whatever God said is yours, there is what you have to do. And it's very important. We know all these things. We are just trying to remind ourselves of these things. One more time, thank you very much. Right. So, the first day we said, release that light that is in you, your potentials. Let them begin to speak because the world is waiting for it. The gentle world is waiting for your manifestation. So, don't kill what is in you. Let the things begin to speak. So, we said, don't be passive. And the second day, we look at some divine combined forces. For unparalleled financial glory, we pick it from Isaiah chapter 16. We went to one, I mean four. The previous day it was from verse one and two or so, and then we talked and talked and talked about the camels coming and all that. And yesterday, what did we talk about? Was it yesterday? I'm not hearing anybody. Hello? Oh, okay. A great door and an effective one is open unto me. Okay. We pick the thing from chapter 60 of Isaiah. And thy gaze shall... Okay, that's all right. That's all right. I, I, I'm touching that one briefly and I will dribble ourselves and go somewhere and come back. Amen. Not, not too lengthy a talk this night. I, I guess don't know. I've complained somewhere. I don't know when the time goes when I'm talking. I'm, I'm surprised self. I think they do me one kind. <laughs> you did, yeah? Okay. Now, that verse of scripture, it says um, what is that one? Your gates? That's what? Eight what? Why are you treating me like this? Hmm? It's not eight, nine. It's not eight, nine. Eleven. Yeah, your gate shall be open continually. And he explained that one, or he, he threw some light on it. They shall not be shut by day nor night that may, may bring to you the wealth of the Gentiles. I think yesterday we dealt with that one um, well. Now, let's look at verse 15, uh, verse 15 um, to 17, and then 19 to 22. We We'll just mention a few things, and then we'll quickly go to Second Chronicles somewhere, and I'll be done. Fifteen, whereas you have been forsaken and hated so that no one went through you, I will make you an eternal excellence, a joy of many generations. you, you, You see what God is talking about? The opinions of men do not matter when it comes to his blessings coming your way. It doesn't matter how they classify you. They may hate you. It doesn't really matter. I keep on saying something. I say I'm highly favored. So you may hate him, but you will still help me. When you have finished helping me, you can go ahead and hate me. Uh, I don't—I have seen that one over and over again. You may not like me at all, but when you come and within the ambiance of the of the favor, you know the aroma that is around me, you will do what should be done. You have been commissioned by God to do it, so you have to do it. When you get you finish, maybe it's a spell to leave you, and then you get angry again. I don't even know why I helped this fellow. Um, I don't know, but that's the kind of thing that people suffer when they come around me. So what people say about you, how they look about you at you for, or what they say, what they think about you, the way they estimate you, their, their, their own evaluation of you as a church and as an individual doesn't really matter. What they say about you, you know, they say some nonsense in this country, one-man church. Incidentally, it is these, these same Christians who are saying one man church and they began as one man. You see the hypocrisy of it? So why do I waste my time to argue on issues like this? I don't have time. One man. It was not one man that God sent. It was not Jesus Christ. One man. He came as one man, called a few people to himself and selected 12 to train them that they will continue what he came to do. It was one man. God always calls a man. He gives you an assignment and he brings men around him. So that, that job will be done. So all those who are talking one man church and one man nothing, don't mind them. Your church is a one man church. It's not. It's not. I say this without any shred of doubt. Our constitution is one of the best Pastor Fiadio took it somewhere to, for printing. And the, the, the guy was saying, is, you, you see, this is your constitution? You, the church made this constitution? I, said, I have been doing, I've been touching constitutions of churches. I have not seen something as big as this one. We believe in what we are doing. You see, we, didn't, we are not doing calo, calo You know what they call Kalu You know calo, calo? We are not doing church work here. We have a very strong constitution. When it gets to the Parliament House, they will still approve it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a joke. We spend nights to work on it. No one do one man church. Why are we talking about people, signatories? You are this man, this man, they are signing. Wouldn't it be me and I, 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 I signing? Uh, okay, two Isaiah. We just sign and carry your money and go and job. That's one man business. Don't do that. Don't do that kind of thing here. I call the uh, 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 how much came in? He shows me paper. I say, praise God. That's it. I don't want my church. So they may say many things about you to make you see that where you are is not good, so come and join them. You come and join them because they they have multitudes. Every multitude began very small. Some of them have traveled so many years and have come to where they are now. It doesn't matter what they say about you. It is God who makes things to happen. So don't lose hope. Otherwise, on the eve of your miracle, you may give up from the things you hear. People say God says, I'll make you an eternal excellence, a joy of many generations. You know what that one means? The work is going to outlive you. When you are gone, it will still be very vibrant. And people, it will become a joy unto many, generations after generations. They are blessed by it. When John Wesley began his work, and they were talking about him as a man on the horse. There's nothing they didn't say about that man. There's nothing they didn't say about him. Talks about him, talks about the wife, all manner of things were said about him. And it was a little movement of people. And now from that time till now, the Methodist church has been thriving, and is almost everywhere in this world. One man. Who had understanding of what God was saying at that moment and gave himself to it. That man I don't have the figures now, but that man was involved in heavy mission work, and he traveled horseback for thousands, hundreds of thousands of miles while he was alive, going from place to place preaching the gospel, establishing uh, what do you call it fellowships that later became known, became known as a Methodist Church. He said he wasn't in the church. But he was fighting against the decay in the church. And he went about doing that work. He's gone several years ago. But his work is there. And so it is, if you check church history, all the, the ones you call Orthodox churches, just one man or maximum two. But God warned me some years ago, in, uh, I was talking to my wife yesterday that I still remember where I was when God spoke. He said, there is nothing like, there is nothing like one vision for a group of people. No. It's always one man. And you call people and add." I was in the bus when he spoke to me. And then he told me, he said, look at Amos. I mean, sorry. What, what am I calling Amos? Moses. When God called him to an assignment, He so made noise of his weakness that Aaron was brought to help him. And that Aaron was the one that caused trouble for him. Aaron. There's a difference between the one who saw and the one who heard. The one who saw told the one who heard. What he heard, he cannot understand it better than the one who saw it. So keep your faith intact. You are not worse off. You are not inferior. You are not just a castaway. No. This is part of the body of Christ. And we are growing. Hallelujah. We are what? My only challenge is that many of you are too loaded and you have to go and, and empty what is inside you and come to be refilled. That's what mission is all about. We send you over there. All the ones that were put inside you, you go and vomit them over there. And then you come back, we pump you again, and you go. Roland, when it gets your turn, tell the bank that you are going to leave. And they have to let you go. Uh So you go, we send you to one place somewhere. You go and manifest and gather the saints for the Lord, and you come back. It will be done, including all the ladies. I asked one sister here, now, if you marry now, we want to ordain you, will your husband agree? She said, yes. I said, this girl, you mean business? Uh, all the ladies, all of you are involved in this business. You carry the unction of the Holy Ghost for the kingdom. So don't sit down there and say, we are ladies. Yes, all of us are ladies now. <laughs> I will not ladies? <laughs> Amen. So you shall drink the milk of the gentiles. Is that not so? You shall drink the milk of the gentiles and the milk and milk the breast of kings. We we touched this once yesterday. You shall know that I, the Lord, am your savior and your redeemer, the mighty one of Jacob. Just go ahead. Instead of bronze, this is my emphasis for now. Instead of bronze, I will bring gold. It is the beautification of the church. That he will so give, he will so give that what you will receive will be much, much, much more than what you wanted to see. It's always a superior quality. Something bigger, something more than what you thought about. They said they need, they need bronze. It's God said, no. I will give you gold. Hallelujah. I will give you gold. So I, I, want, I want a man who is so and so and so, God said, don't worry, I have one for you that is far above that one. There is always a far above situation over there for you in whatever thing you're going to be doing. And that is what God is talking to us about. Instead of bronze, I'll bring gold. Instead of iron, I'll bring silver. Higher quality than what you had envisaged. Instead of wood, I'll give you bronze. Instead of stones, I'll give you iron. Ah! I will also make your officers peace and your magistrates' righteousness. You see, God, God, God can be very wonderful. Some of the corrupt ends are the ones he's talking about. The officers, those who handle issues, are the ones that destroy the things that God does for his nations and for his churches. A pastor carries their church's money and goes to buy cast beyond his ability because he is competing with other people. You are not in any competition. You are not in any competition with anybody. If you enter into competition, you will lose the values of your vision. You will lose it. Don't forget, the one who called you is never asleep. And he didn't call you to punish you he called you to polish you and make you extraordinary so don't 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 bring yourself to the level of anybody i want to be like this person i want to go beyond this person no i went to a city in nigeria in the eastern part of nigeria in that place there's much competition so if uh if nyama comes to put on put up uh, a two-story apartment and I will go to the village and I see what he has done, and I decide to also put in a three-story, or I put in two of the kind that he did at once. There is competition. So in that very town, you have mighty buildings, and most of them not occupied. I went to another town in the western part of Nigeria. Um, if I call names, you understand. So let me just leave it like that. The town is called Oro. You see, mighty structures. So, the Ghanaian teachers who were posted in that place enjoyed exceedingly. You will see one, 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 one small diploma holding um, fellow living in a duplex. You know what they call duplex? The owner put the thing there, and he's somewhere in Lagos or in Abuja. He's not coming. All the facilities are just wonderful. And then he say, hey, when we get a teacher, put him here. You have all manner of houses in that town. Very rich people. But they built those things to be occupied by others. So uh, those guys, after they go on transfer, they retire. If you carry him from Oro and then you take him to another place, where he will have face me, or face you. <laughs> huh? Face me, or face you. He will resign, resign, resign and go away. Yeah. <laughs> Something more, something beyond what you expected. That is what we should be looking at. Stretch forth. It says, stretch your tent, expand. So let us look beyond what we think we are seeing. Sometimes when I talk about the land that we want to purchase, and I say uh, we are going in for about um, two acres or something like that, and I have a check in my spirit to keep quiet. So I keep quiet before I limit him. Before I do what? I limit you. Before I limit you. For what? Bronze, I'll give you gold. Instead of iron, I'll bring you silver. Instead of wood, I'll give you bronze. Instead of stones, I'll give you iron. And I will also make your officers peace. Those guys who handle the resources, they will be after the order of the men that God used. In the days of Moses, who handled the farm so well that Moses could only just thank them and bless them for the work they have done. So the people have given beyond what we expected, and they came to present what was left to Moses. Not not like this generation, when people are recording income, they 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 cut it down. I have seen that one. Of, it's not in your place here. When you see huge sums of money, we use machine to count. And somebody wants to make money out of that one. One program happened in Akpaja, and then it, 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 all the roads around the church were blocked because seats were put everywhere. And so was, those who were collecting the offering, the, or the official bowls were not sufficient. So we're using polythene bags. So so a lot of guys who came around, they would just pull polythene bags from their pockets and then begin to collect money. (laughs) So somebody collected money, sacks full of money, and put in his boot. Thank God that he had a scapegoat for us to use. When you put that inside the boot, one of the security guys saw him. If not for the hand of God upon that security man, he would have, you understand, negotiated with the man. Now these are about four sacks of money. Uh, let me take two. Uh, you are saying, "Child, <laughs> <laughs> glory to God." So in your prayer, you will say, "Lord, make our make peace and righteousness our offices, officers, and magistrates." Let righteousness and peace saturate our assembly in whatever we do. So take note of that prayer point. And then, of course, don't forget the first part of the beautification of the church. God taking us to the extra. Taking us to the extra. Taking us to the extra. All right. Now, let's go on. Violence shall no longer be heard in your land, neither wasting nor destruction within your borders, you shall, but you shall call your walls salvation and your gates praise. I, I, I believe that God has blessed us with this one already. I don't think we have seen any violence here. No, we've not, not even slapping somebody, we have not seen one. And we will not see it, amen? We will not see it. Now, when you hear of wasting or destruction... It's, it's, it's many, it talks about many things. It talks about sickness also. The kind of sickness that wastes a person. You emaciate. All those, all those um, in the category of, um, of AIDS and the rest of them, they eat up the flesh. The person is there and he's just dying. You know, he's alive but dead. That's one aspect of the wasting. The other aspect the inability to manage resources as they come in. That is also wasting. Destruction, you should understand what it is. It covers the spiritual side and then the physical and social dimensions of it. It your walls shall be called salvation and your gates praise. To come to a point when people enter, they will come and contact Salvation, not because they are not born again, but salvation from certain situations and challenges. And when they are going through the gates, it shall be with praise. That's what we want to see. You come with your challenge, you meet the solution, and you return through the gates, praising God. And God has programmed that one for us And we will surely see it. And then you pick it all the way from verse 19 to 22. It talks about just one thing. God being the glory of the assembly. God being the glory. Not any man being the glory, but God being the glory. Men can make mistakes, but God doesn't make mistakes. Men can be deficient, but God is never deficient. Now, look at what he said. The sun shall no longer be your light by day. Nor for brightness shall the moon give light to you. But the Lord will be to you an everlasting light and your God, your glory. God's glory will be seen in every facet of our lives as a church. And for you as an individual, his glory will be seen everywhere in the name of Jesus Christ. And then something very prophetic, even though this passage in Isaiah is talking about the end time glory of the church. But we are within the end time too. There is always a messianic dimension of prophecies and the immediate dimension of, of prophecies. Maybe one day we'll talk about some of these things. So I'd like to, for you to take note of something. A little one shall become a thousand, and a small one a strong nation. And it's I, the Lord, will hasten it in this time. It means there is... An all run prosperity for all people. The one they call little shall do what? Shall become a thousand. And the small one, strong nation. God said, I am the one who will to bring it to pass in his time. And this is the time. We are in a time of divine beautification. So I'll give you beauty for ashes. Amen. So expect God's hand upon your life and herald it, say it, shout it out, around, let people be offended. They can be offended because they don't see what you are saying, but you see what you are saying. Yeah. Hallelujah. It is, it, is, it is your turn to enjoy the diversified glorification of God. In everything that you do, without consideration to whatever situation which you are, your cast will be now sick. I say, and your sky is any idea. Can't once more, yeah. Can you uncooper territory? Yami ready? Oh no, yeah, my bro, so hallelujah! Now, cast will be on a busy day, a bit of me die, a bit of me Omausia Elin Yamyasi Omedibra Elin Yamyasi Nininaki or Amen. Do you see your crack key? Do you GFU crack key? It is as far as your eyes can see. <laughs> as far as what? Your eyes can see. There is nothing too hard for your God to do. Amen. One day I was saying that um, there are certain places in town that you would think there's no land. If you have the money, there's land everywhere. If all the way to government house, I mean to Jubilee house, there's still land in that place. You can buy the Jubilee house and give government money to go and build a better one, a better place. Uh, you bought the land. Oh why are you doing this? Eh? You go to Accra Central and uh, see when you go to Kumasi go to High Street, Bantuma High Street. bantuma High Street, you will see almost along the road new new houses. All of them were short houses that had been there for several years. And those who have the money came in. I'm buying your house. This arrangement. I, I will break down this house, raise a two-story, and put you on top. That side belongs to you. And the first and the second are all shops and offices. Go there and see bank They were all short, short, short houses, short, short houses that, that people went to buy. You go to a doom central, central, back. When they mention the price of the land, if Holy Ghost is not there on your inside, you will catch cold. But, but when the money is there, people go to buy. They buy and they pull down. But you see, there's something over there is very smart. When the moment you pull down the building, it says the land is mine. <laughs> That's how the government should behave. But they don't know They have forgotten about it. But he and he understands it. The moment you pull down the house, the land you have got back to the land is its property. You have to renegotiate for that land. You are saying, ah, that's why leaders must be trained and properly groomed so that they know where they are going. You can't beat that man easy like that, though. You go pay. Say you want central. You pay central money. All I'm saying is this. God can reach to raise you anywhere he wants to do it. When he decides to do that, he will do that one. Today we are in a tent, but tomorrow it will be something else. Yeah. But your God is able to put you in a better place. Yeah. No matter who he's talking. God wants us to believe some of these things and then apply these things to our hearts. You know where Living Faith Church is in Lokoja now? where we started you come to phase two a particular enclave of land had been left there we went there when there were no houses except for one estate over there and we called that place the center of the city the very first day i entered the 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 place i poured oil there and i declared that place the center of the city and commanded buildings to spring forth and within a short time, the whole place was something else. Now, God kept a particular land for the church. For the price we paid, staying there in that place and still keeping our faith. So they invited me. When they got that land, the pastor who was there said he heard what I did. Well, we got the land over there. With an open, open air service and said some dangerous things. He said, uh, he was told. So he called me to go there. When I saw it now, I said, this one is divine preservation. Within an estate, government estate, it's not private estate, government estate, land, big land like that. Is there? Oh, very, very prominent place. So they mounted, they did this, uh, for me to stand over there and preach. I told the pastor, I said, don't worry. All these people who are here in our voice, they will all come to church. So don't worry, <laughs> We organized them like that, and God brought them here. I've gone there again. It was difficult for me to organize where the church is. They have filled the entire place. The same God, the same God is rich unto all that call upon him. You understand. The same God sometimes we are in a rush, so we don't know where to go. Any time I talk about that, my wife will ask me, where do you want to live? And I've not been able to answer. Where exactly in Accra do you want to? I don't know. I don't know. I've not been able to say, OK, I want to live in a particular place, I want to this place. I have not been able to say that kind of thing. Well, I'm watching some trends. Listen, this year, this year, when you catch the elephant, even a child will throw stone at the elephant and will not miss target. Why? The elephant is huge. Anyhow you throw the stone, you will get a place to hit. If you hit the leg, it's elephant. Anywhere you hit, it's elephant. You can't miss it. That's what one fellow told me, he said, for sure, so I can shoot you, and I won't miss. <laughs> Is that you occupy space. <laughs> I can shoot you, and I won't miss. I said, you will miss it. You will miss. You can't shoot me, except when you want to die. Uh-huh. Have you not ever seen that somebody wanted to shoot, and then the, the, the gun blasted and removed his fingers? I was there some years ago when something the guy that died in 69, when they were carrying, doing their musketry all the way to uh, field, somebody's own just burst like that, and his fingers disappeared. And so I, I realized that uh, it's not every gun that you shoot that will go. Some will stay with you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. If they say you are little, he said you shall become a thousand. Yeah. If they say you are small, you become a nation, Amen. a very strong nation. Amen. So, no matter what it is, you are going to be somebody great. extraordinarily great. Amen. Multiplying on every side. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, finally, when I start closing my things like this, some people still doubt. They doubt. Second Chronicles chapter 20. How faith in God but I me, mean, are you there? Yes. Let's read it from verse 15, but what I'm looking for is verse 20. But let's pick it from verse 15, and then we'll get to 20. Second chronicles. Second chronicles. What I want to talk to you about is very, very, very crucial. Very, very, very crucial. He said, There shall be no wasting, there shall be no destruction. Some of the elements that can bring about waste are the ones I want to mention here now. Have you found it? And he said, Listen, all you of Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you, King Jehoshaphat. That says the Lord. To you do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours but God's. I, just, I like that one. The battle is not yours but God's. And many of us here, when we say the battle is the Lord's, we still go inside the battle. So, when God carries his weapon, he wants to strike the enemy, he finds you between him and the enemy. So, he stops. Who the man there die? What you need to do is to praise him. When you hand your matter over to him, you praise him. But you can't let go. You still want to handle the matter. He said, This battle is not your battle. Don't go there. If you go, you will die. It's God's own battle. Let Go ahead. So what we are talking about here is not man thing. It is God matter. So don't bring your intelligence inside. Tomorrow go down against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of this and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jerusalem. Jer- are you not happy about that? That God begins to give you prophetic signals and some, some direction. Some people are doing uh, trial by error. But is your case, it's definite. You are going to go. They are coming this way. So you are going to go this way. And then get them from this angle. You don't like that one. Precision. Go down against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of this. And they will surely come. Surely, without doubt. And you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. Definite. Go ahead. You will not need to fight in this battle. (laughs) Position yourself. Position. That's number one. Position yourself. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Position yourself. Position yourself. What is the state of your mind? What is the state of your heart? What do you believe in? Are you sure that you are in line with what God is saying? Position yourself, Lord. The black man said, Help my unbelief. Help what my unbelief. Position yourself, stand still. Stand still doesn't mean go and stand the way the soldiers stand still, that's what they meaning. I came to discover that stand still. Calls for praise. You are just singing and praising God. You are not moved. There's no so emotional dimensions. You are not nervous. Nothing. When you temptation. (laughs) Alright. Now now he said you will see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. In case you don't know, he said the Lord is with you. Not that he's going to come, but he is with you. Okay, now go ahead. And had bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem Bowed before the Lord, worshipping the Lord. Reception or receptivity to prophecy. When God speaks, respect what he has said. Embrace it. And worship him for that piece of information that he has brought your way. All that we've been doing from Monday until now is prayer and prophecy. He said, believe it. Joshua just bowed himself before the Lord as if to say, thank you, Lord, for help. And the people, all the people, all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, they bowed before the Lord, worshiping the Lord, praising him for the prophecy that came. How do you treat prophecies when they are pronounced your way? Do you doubt them? Don't ever use your mind, your brain to judge prophecy. It is spirit to spirit. Believe him. Your, your attitude of faith, believing what was said, has the capacity and the potential to make what was said come to pass for you. That's why a prophecy will come and not all benefit from it. The same word, the same message was preached to them. But some didn't profit by it because they did not mix what came with faith. Your faith can compel the hand of God to bring what was said, whether it was correct or not, bring it to pass. Your faith. Faith is able to draw God's hand into a situation and make it work. So your attitude towards the prophetic declarations that come your way will determine how far you will go where we're privileged to work, it's not just the senior, the senior, the the head bishop. It is any pastor under him. When we speak, the church people believe in what we say. And the following Sunday, you will come and hear somebody say, last Sunday, our Father in the Lord said this. And I did that. And it worked for me. It is so everywhere because they came to understand the potency of prophecy. This is one of the very crucial things I want you to know for this year. You just have got to release your spirit to prophecies that come your way. Stop, stop analyzing prophecies when they come. What is it in you that can analyze prophecy? You think you can use microscope to see what is inside prophecy? It is to your heart. That's the reason why you must quicken that spirit on your inside to be able to catch prophecies when they come. Don't sit down there and be the judged prophecy and say it is wrong. Prophecies, when they are wrong, even the one who is prophesying knows it is wrong. Yes. Because they don't sit on any word. They don't have any base, any word base. That's a different matter altogether. But be careful. Because the prophecies that come are not from people who are speaking. Sometimes when I listen to my messages, I begin to wonder at some of the things that I say. Whether they really came from me. My wife was playing something that I, who is speaking there? He said, it's my husband. I was wondering, was I the person saying those things? I was shocked. If you don't want outsiders to come and profit from the prophetic things on the altar, uh, because you are not vibrating, we call you, come out. Have we met before? No. Did I talk to you before? Is your name not matter? So You don't even know when a demon is speaking because you are looking for signs and for wonders. Prophetic statements are in words. They are what? Words. Prompted by the Holy Ghost. They come straight to bring a change to your situation. I think I've mentioned here before, my sister, the mother of Linda, told some people, he said, My brother, when he's talking to you and he's laughing, be careful. What he's saying casually like that, if you just ignore it, it's your own business. I don't know how she came about that kind of revelation. I, I said, you know? But I'm not the kind of person that will say, Let me t- tell you what God is saying. I don't have that kind of thing. If I don't even say, Let's pray, I start my prayer. When you get ready, you join me. Why? The promptings so i have got When it comes, there's a push for me to pray. I pray my prayer. Very short. If you receive it, it's okay. If you don't, that's your business. I don't have any problem going away. I've done my part. Be quick to pick. Pick the blessings. The sure Abir said something. He said, when it comes to spiritual things, I'm greedy. That's what he said. He said, when it, 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 there's a release, and you will say amen. I will say my amen and add your own amen to it and pick double. That's what he said. Some of us are too gentle to even receive prophetic declarations. Too gentle and too academic. Just to sit down there like this. When they say they, say they have started. Omasa has <laughs> started. Last year, Omasa has started. too much. Deliver us, O Lord. Take advantage. Place demand on the anointing. When people stand here, you place demand on them. What's the meaning of that one? What's the meaning of placing demand on the anointing? You draw. You draw with your faith. You draw. That woman took hold of the hem of Jesus' garment and then the miracle took place. He placed a demand. She placed a demand on Jesus Christ and got a miracle and walked away. While Peter and the rest of them were just feeling the texture of his clothes. So they were all equally holding their dress, but they were not doing anything. Hey. Man, we passed an entire day. Material near <laughs> hey. FC Thomas, oh wow baby as well material will be that any man who said I tell you see a pamiere oh Pamia no crowd how did they do this? The whole three and a half years, that's what they were doing. Now baby free chabba was in twelve year old problem. Or weave the way through. No, I will So, Peter, you are not going to. How can you say so? There's a crowd here. They are pushing everywhere. You are saying, somebody, are we not pushing you? He said, somebody has touched me. This one is a touch of faith. Not with the hand, but with the heart. That's what I'm talking about. Make up your mind before you come to the service that today you must take your blessing. Hallelujah. So whoever stands here, doesn't matter who you standing. You know that God is in the midst of his people and that God is mighty. Hallelujah. So you are drawing from this God through that vessel. This is what I want to show to you tonight. Otherwise, you will be here throughout the year and won't have any testimony. Because you are waiting for one angel to come walking towards you and say, My son, my son. My son, my son. Are you the only son here? How many angels will God now begin to send here to reach everybody? Wouldn't there be commotion in this place? I have come, Lord. Today, this matter must be settled. So from opening prayer to time of praise, even to announcement, Everything, your heart is waiting for something. You are indicting a good matter. I'm not living here today. How can somebody call you and you get that when you are looking for something? Will you get it go and answer a call? <laughs> somebody gave me a call one time. I forgot to lock my phone. Somebody called. I opened the thing. I received it. And then for him to hear... What was going on here the prayer was on so uh, he must have heard the prayer <laughs> my answer call my, my phone then my cousin went to. Hello. you are sorry what's the name of that one you are sorry the devil in that person will make he knows when you are preaching that's the time you call him Then the Levites and the children of the Kohathites and the children of the Korahites and stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with voices loud and high. After the prophecy, they went to a session of praise to lighten the atmosphere and exalt the mighty God, saying, we believe in what you have said. That has already come to pass. And as the praise was going on, God was working. Then something happened in verse 20. So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Terkwa. Went to the wilderness of Terkwa, and as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, and hear this one, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God. And you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. So, your prosperity is connected to your spiritual leaders. You are established in the Lord, beloved. You believe in him. He said, believe also in his instruments, that you will prosper. That is where many have problems. Any pastor you can't believe him, don't sit at his feet. You are wasting your time. Believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe his prophets. When I talk about prophets here, in that time the prophets were men of God. They were the ones who were pastors. They were the counselors to the kings. They were the ones who were hearing from God and telling the people it's not the kind of prophecy that we have even now. The office of the prophet in the New Testament is different. Then they didn't have pastors. In fact, when you want to check on the word pastor in the Old Testament, you will find it very few times. And most times you'll get in Ezekiel. Prophets were people that God anointed to stand between the people and himself. And they were the counselors of the kings. They were advising the kings. It's just like how the fetish priests were in some places before the Christianity came. Well, anytime there was a problem, they would call the chief priest. The chief would call the chief priest. If I want to do something, they call the priest. Okay. When you, have, when you have breakfast, lunch, dinner for for five days, no problem. Even I think it's okay. Uh, so you, you live long. <laughs> Alright. So that, that is the issue. Your prosperity, the effectiveness of your establishment flows through the hands of your leaders. That's what I'm saying. If you cannot believe in your pastor, don't waste your time there you will become a disservice to the kingdom. Stop stop holding things against men of God. I will not talk too much on that today. I will find a time when you are refreshed, not now that you are sleeping. Some of you will just will stand not to listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> but that is the key. Because the things that God wants to do, he'll be speaking through his men. Listen, it's not because you are a fool. That is the order of God, God is a God of order. He will speak through men. Amen? Amen. Okay. He will speak through men.